you guys. I just wanted to let you know that you can find my podcast, A Date with Destiny, on the following outlets. Google Podcasts, Breaker.audio.com, Stitcher.com, Spotify, Pocket Cast, RadioPublic.com, CastBox, as well as the Anchor app. And I encourage you to please subscribe to this podcast. That way you can never miss an episode. Also, I would like to tell you that I'm thankful to God that he placed on my heart for me to start a coaching class. So just to let you know, it's all free. So if you're interested, listen, it's all about preparing you to be the woman or man who God has called you to be. Because I want to help you fully walk into your divine purpose and destiny that God has for you. You know, sometimes if you don't feel like, you know, talking to certain family members, you know, about whatever issues you're facing, you know, because a lot of us young people, we deal with a lot of issues. And so you're probably looking for a mentor. So I'll be happy to assist with that and um, be become a mentor to you, um, you know, so that's what it's all about, helping you win from the inside out, as well as just letting God guide me into giving you the tools that will help you along your journey. So I can't wait to speak with you, and I'm looking forward. So if you're interested, you can just text me at 718-521-4496. Again, that's 718 718- Five two one four four nine six, and just tell me your name, and we could just get you set up with a coaching session. All right, which will take place each week, once a week, because God wants you to do some amazing things in and through your life. All right, so I'm looking forward to that, and also it started already, and I'm blessed. I'm so thankful to God, and I bless His name that it's been. What a success um, it's been so far. And I'm just looking, you know, for more great things that God is going to do. So be sure to sign up if you're interested. Also, I want to let you know that I'm on a radio station called The Glory Network, where I'm encouraging and empowering young people as well, pushing them to their dreams and goals and helping them to become all what God has created them to be. So if you're interested in that, you can first download the app called The Glory Network and check me out every Saturday night from 9 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Why? Because you already know that you have a day with destiny, all right? So I just wanted to let you guys know all of that. Stay blessed. Hey, what's up, you guys? Happy March. It's your girl, Monique. Welcome to A Date With Destiny. You already know that this podcast was designed with young people in mind. We are here to equip, encourage, and empower young people in mind, body, and soul. It's a place where amazing things happen. So thanks for tuning in. You know, right now, um, I just want to encourage all the high school students out there and all the students in college because I'm aware that I have a lot of high school listeners as well as students in college that are tuning in in the podcast and I'm thankful and grateful for that so tonight I just want to share with you or whenever you're listening to this in the day or night I want to share with you how to do an effective presentation as well as mentorship as well as how to succeed in your career okay just want to help coach you through your high school years as well as in college all right because I know it's not easy you know to navigate 
you know, through high school, college, you know, you need some help along the way. So that's why I'm here trying to help coach you. All right. So here we go. How would you define an effective presentation? Well, an effective presentation does one thing and one thing only. It creates change. Presentations should never be created to force people into change. Not only is it annoying for the audience, but also rarely works. The key to an effective presentation is inspiring and compelling change. In other words, getting people to want to adapt the change you present. For example, if you're an entrepreneur presenting your business idea to investors, your objective is to change their minds into giving you money to further the growth of your idea. It's not to show how cool the idea is or how many features are involved. Yes, that may be part of the presentation, but it must all be done in an effort to hit your objective of getting the capital you need. So what are some tips on presenting effectively? First, practice, practice, practice. You know, practice makes perfect. The more you rehearse, the more confident and prepared you'll be when you have to actually present. Also, focus on the audience and be less concerned about yourself. If you make it about their benefits, they'll know it and appreciate it. Just be yourself when presenting. People have an easier time relating to genuine people. Also, get feedback at the end. Appreciate the good and learn from the bad. So, here are some steps to an effective presentation. Here are three steps that I'm going to share with you. Step number one, have a clear message. Take away or ask. The audience should never leave a presentation wondering, what was the speaker trying to tell me? You want to make your message clear and concise. Once you are clear on that message, you know, which represents the change you want to create, then move to adding other elements to the presentation that make it more compelling and exciting. For example, if you are trying to change your mindset about a political issue, make sure that you are clear on what issue you are trying to change their minds on and an easy way for them to remember why that change is necessary. Step two, use stories and analogies. Stories and analogies are a great way to make a message stick with people because they are engaging and often relatable. Our minds love the flow and mystery that good stories provide. If you just throw facts and figures at people, they will lose attention very quickly. Facts and figures can be important, but are only effective when delivered in an appropriate method that keeps your audience Engage. Step number three, keep your presentation connected. A connected presentation ensures that it is structured in a way that is easy for someone to understand and easily follow. If you just randomly throw the information you have together, yes, you may get a certain message across. But... You may lose the audience because they can't understand how everything fits together. Your goal is to make it simple for the audience to process so that they are more likely to adapt the change you present.
When thinking about mentorship, a mentor is someone who you can look up to and whose experiences, failures, and success you can learn from. A mentor can guide you through tough decisions or give you new perspectives on a situation. Mentorship comes in many shapes and forms, including formal, you know, through university programs, at workplaces, and informal through networks and at work guidance. Formal mentors are often matched to workplace or postgraduate programs based on your organization role and interests. Informal mentors you usually get connected to through personal relationships, activities, and events. For the purposes of this section, you know, we focus on informal mentors. Remembering that support or guidance is just a mentorship request away. So, how do I go about getting a mentor? Well, mentors can provide general guidance to aid you in determining your career direction and approach or focus advice to help you achieve targets and goals that you have set based on their experiences. Mentors can be regarded as volunteer guidance counselors. They do not, and in any cases, cannot give you answers to your professional situations and circumstances, but more so help you see new perspectives based on their experiences and wisdom. When you find someone whose career path you admire, then you may gain a lot of valuable insights from them through mentorship. So be proactive when it comes to finding your mentor. Leverage your network and attend the right events. To find a mentor who can guide you through your path. Once you find them, kindly ask for some of their time and learn from their experience. The nice thing is that people love to share their experiences, especially their successes. You can have multiple mentors for different types of guidance and situations. Sometimes you might find a mentor in a friend or colleague who provides you with practical general advice while you may seek out others specifically for career guidance. So how much further along in the career, in your career choice, should your mentor be? It really all depends on where you are looking to go in your career and how their current experience level can add value to you. Seeking more then one mentor will provide you with differing perspectives based on different experiences. You can then combine all these ideas and opportunities and use them to shape your career journey. In general, try to make and maintain connections with someone slightly ahead of you in their career, someone mid-career, and someone well-established in their career. The mentor slightly ahead of you in their career will be able to offer you insights into the navigation of your own career in the future. A mid-career mentor will help you understand the bigger picture. Your well-established mentor might be able to help you steer your overall direction. And staying aware of the challenges at each stage will provide you the opportunity to adapt to the changes in your industry while keeping in mind your long term objectives so how do I effectively work with the mentor 
Well, effectively working with a mentor involves understanding the value exchange with the mentorship relationship. It is important to understand that a mentor is not your professional coach. Meaning it is not their job to help you stay accountable to your goals. While some may help you in that area, many mentors will expect that you will achieve your attainable goals before meeting them. The value they bring to the relationship is the insight and perspective on how you can move forward towards your vision of success. And the value you bring to them is personal fulfillment, which they gain from seeing their information benefit someone with potential. When you seek mentorship advice, be prepared with specific questions that will help you along your chosen path. For example, it might not be helpful to ask should I do XYZ, but rather ask questions such as based on your experience, experience, what do you see as the benefits or limitations of doing XYZ? Your mentor should be able to provide you advice and to guide you, but you should not look to them to tell you what to do. Be careful not to waste a mentor's time or they may not be your mentor for long. Think of their time as an investment in you. If you do not do anything productive or useful with it, then over time, they may not see the return on that investment and they may lose interest in mentoring you. Now, when thinking about how to succeed in your career, success is in the eye of the beholder. Success is based on what a meaningful and engaging career is for you. How you define and or quantify success is up to you and you alone. By taking time to define success in your own terms, you will have a clear idea of the end goal and become more confident in getting there. Why should I always be thinking about my career and strategy? Well... It requires commitment, dedication, and persistence, but like anything in life, it is worth it once you have earned it. Through this process, you will see improvements in your performance, engagement, and of course, your success. So here are five steps to success in the workplace. Number one, step number one, focus on you. You have a unique set of skills and motivations that are different from Many of your co-workers allowing you to do certain tasks more effectively. Take inventory of your top values, strengths, and passions. Take time to understand what these are. When you are aware of these, then you have the ability to put them to use in a position where they are of high value to your employer. To do this, you got to write down your three responses to each of the following questions. What skills come easy to you? What do you need in order to succeed in the workplace? And what type of work-related activities do you enjoy doing? Next, take a good look at yourself. What do you like to do? What are you good at? What do you want out of life? What places bring out the best in you? There are services to help you 
ask the right questions to determine success, including career counselors at your university or through community services, even private practice coaches and dedicated mentors that can help you put together a summary, a picture of who you are and help you think about what career options suit you best. Step number two, determine what you want. What is it that you really want? We're talking about what you are aiming for at the end of the day, not what is the next position above you. The power lies in the ability to know what your ultimate goal, career goal is, and to make that vision as detailed as possible. This ultimate career goal is where you are using your potential to its fullest ability. If you are struggling to determine the answer, So if you're struggling to determine the answer, think about step number one, and this will give you clues. For example, if you find that your strengths are communication and you enjoy networking, this might give you a hint that business development related projects are something that would engage you. Continue to do this throughout your career. As you progress, make sure that you really understand the career options in front of you by reading about them. You know, for example, in career books and career information websites, professional association descriptions, you know, talking to people who are in that field, getting related experience, you know, job shadowing, etc. Reflect on what you are learning to help you plan your next steps. In doing this actively, you will become aware of potential opportunities to excel in the workplace that you previously would have not noticed. Remember to be open. Your research and experiences may expose you to options you did not know about. So you could check them out and develop an opportunities mindset. And step number three, figure out how to get there. Having a great plan is only half the battle. It is important to keep yourself accountable and motivated. Regularly, you want to track your progress and reflect on what is going well and what is not. Each week, you know, ask yourself these four questions to keep yourself moving forward. The first question, what went well? The second one, what did I accomplish this week? The third one, what do I want to accomplish next week? The fourth one, I will keep myself accountable to the above by, and you state that. Step number four, ask for feedback. Remember that your development does not have to rest entirely on your shoulders. It is important for your development to ask your peers and managers for feedback based on the goals you have set. A good practice is to seek feedback on a recurring basis, such as setting up a meeting invitation with your manager or supervisor to grab a coffee or lunch every Friday or every other Friday. This is a great method for informal feedback where you can share your with your manager what is going on well and where they can share opportunities for your professional development. You can also try to find out specific areas that you can improve upon, including measurable items that you can show progress with at your future feedback and performance 
review meetings. Step number five, the last one, is grow while you're working. Keep your ears and eyes open and continue to research and explore. Most people do not get that perfect job right away. It takes time. Continue to network. Learn about other careers and build skills to get to where you want to go. Even then, you need to stay on top of what is happening in your field to identify and seize opportunities as they come along. Well, I hope and pray that you were all just, you know, encouraging your soul about this and just, you know, find this helpful to you while you're navigating through high school and in college, all right? And on next time, you know, I'll be sharing about career strategy as well as job searching and more, all right? So make sure to join in, all right? Well, this that was all. Love you guys and catch you back next time. Stay blessed.